my beautiful podcast listeners. Thank you for checking in and thank you for the continued support of everything we do at TSN. It's March. Best time in the sports calendar is March Madness is here. Playoff races in the NHL and NBA are coming down the wire. MLS starts. Champs League playoffs are happening and baseball is about to start. Sports! We've got about five NHL interviews coming at you in the next month or so. There's a Marshawn, there's a P.K. Subban, a Tyler Sagan, a Jamie Benn. We got some heat. An R.J. Barrett conversation coming up. The wonder kid from Duke University who's also a Canadian. And some basketball content is lined up too. Everything Cabby Presents related appears on SportsCenter. And if you miss it on SportsCenter, don't worry. We've got you covered at tsn.ca or TSN's YouTube channel. My guests are here. My guys. Nabil Karim, Gurdeep Alawalia. Cabby Presents begins now. But we're looking for a personality and a distinctive voice. I am tickled to death at what an idiot I am. Make fun of myself before someone else made fun of me. Have you ever been potty? <laughs> I am right now. You always want to do stuff that is different and challenging. Is this fiction? What's happening here? But I need you to talk for like 15 minutes. Please. This is the Cabbie Presents Podcast. The last time I saw these two together, we were on a man panel on the social on CTV discussing relationships on the roadway. It was a fun show talking about something we collectively know very little about. <laughs> marriage and relationships. Hey. Nabil Karim hey. is a jack of all <laughs> I've been married trades. married for like seven years. <laughs> Eight years, actually. Host Sports Center, an NFL Sunday show, the March Madness Tournament, Raptors broadcast. He represents the West Coast being from British Columbia. Gurdeep Alawalia delivers the news in the biggest market in our country on CB24 here in Toronto. He's a part-time model, a full-time dog dad, <laughs> a member of the CrossFit cult. <laughs> Fellas, welcome to the Cabby Presents podcast. Hey, thank you. nice to be here. Did yeah, you ever nice get in trouble, by the way, for all those comments? From no, because I, I, I speak that way to my wife all the time. So she <laughs> yeah, knows, but there's one she thing about... She knows it's coming anyway. So it's, it's not like I'm saying it behind her back. I'm just saying it on national television. Which is way worse. Which is way worse. Yeah, I got yeah. a lot of people, a lot of her friends and stuff, be like, are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, I actually am. You know that show's <laughs> primary demo is females, right? It, it's kind of crazy being on that show because you get so many different people who are like, oh, I saw you on TV. And I'm like, yeah, I do that for a living, actually, <laughs> on this other channel. You should be on this, TV all the time. Yeah, you were really good on TV that day. I was like, thanks. It is really actually. remarkable how much like how much we'll get hit up just for being on the social versus what we do normally, sports, news. Or oh, yeah, actually, news is probably different because you're, you're yeah. seen all the time. Why do you think I left TSN? There's too many dudes. <laughs> there are a lot of There's a heavy dude ratio at our workplace. Okay, Gurdip, speaking of which, have you been approached to become the next Bachelor on ABC? And if, <laughs> and if you are approached, will you accept uh, I have not. I uh, I don't have an agent. I'm looking for one. So if you have one, uh, absolutely I'd accept, man. Let's... You are like among the people that I know, probably one of the most eligible bachelors. I mean, the dog is clutch. I mean, you are quite is it, handsome. But is the dog you a are... prop? I think he's like adding to his game there a little bit. Oh yeah, it's it's like HGH. <laughs> like, I don't know it's if like he actually like cares HGH. about his dog. I know he cares about his dog, but when he actually got the dog, is like the idea of getting a dog just to get tomorrow. Dude, the dog is not an enabler. Okay, I've wanted a dog the whole life, <laughs> but this I will say, I have never met uh, a better wing person in my life. My wing woman used to be Pooja Honda, my co-host. Right. She's the best. She'll warm up a crowd in the bar. She'll you do her thing, get them all laughing, and then I'll slide in. I don't need her anymore because now, no, no offense, Pooja, I love you. I don't know if she'll listen to this, but. Coffee, man. Coffee is the wing person. That's your dog's name. She yeah. knows. Coffee, what kind of dog do you have again? Coffee knows. She's a cockapoo. Cockapoo. She's a cockapoo, yeah. <laughs> she is, I'm telling you, man, in a crowd, 
She knows who to, she knows who to go to in a crowd. Before we continue, let's uh, just quickly listen to a clip from the social on the man panel. <laughs> Hi, my name's Jessica. My question is: Is sex on the wedding night really a must? Why or why not? Here's a practical advice. Are you going to make this on TV? Because <laughs> you're the married one. You want me to? comfortable saying that. It was a long night. It was a boring, like, I mean, it was an amazing night, but we were not prepared in yeah. so many ways. Uh-huh. So you know, there's many days afterwards and right. before. And I said to my husband, God says we must. Oh my God. I was a thousand percent like you, but at the same time, the practical advice we got from so many different people was like, it's a long process. The yes. wedding is really long. You are tired. Mm-hmm. You may have indulged too much. You know, it's one of those things. So if you don't do it, don't be so disappointed. But yeah, we did. Hi, my name is Kathleen. And my question for you is, would you let your partner invite an ex to the wedding? That is a hard no, I'm going to say. I, w- I don't want that kind of bad energy there. Also, weddings aren't cheap. I'm not going to subsidize some jilted ex's drinking tab under $50 fair. a head at a wedding. That's a great point. I don't want that. So- Nabil, as the married dude among yeah. us, yeah. is The Bachelor one of those shows that you have to watch with your wife? No, but like it's also because our schedules are so different. She does PVR it, so she watches, and then she knows when I come home. If I come home at like a decent time, she'll be like, oh, I guess I got to turn the channel. But I, I let her have it. You know what? She can watch. She can. But you're fantasize. not forced to watch. That's a that's a show that a lot of guys in relationships have to watch on Monday nights if their girls aren't already at a viewing party. I don't think my wife's side invested in like as far as us to be like, hey, you got to watch with me. We kind of have like our own thing as far as like TV shows. So she knows that like. I don't have to watch that, but she doesn't have to watch what I watch either, which is... You don't make her watch sports with you? Uh, we don't really watch. Like, we watch, like, a Leafs game or Raptors game together, but, like, she likes that stuff. But it's more like other shows that I watch, like How to Get Away with Murder and that kind of stuff. Ah, HBO shows. Right. The raunchy stuff. Taking your Shonda Rhimes. Shout out to Annalise Keating. Annalise Keating. <laughs> That's one of my favorite shows besides Power. If you don't watch Power... Yeah, you I'm, I'm all in on Power. Do you watch Power? I do not watch Power. Dude. No. It's a best show. It's a best show. On TV. Can't wait. We're really? gonna get to, we're gonna get to our guilty pleasures in a bit. Okay. But before we get to our guilty pleasures, viewing parties. One of my moves in a different lifetime was Monday <laughs> nights. I always knew that there would be multiple collections of women watching The Bachelor, and I'd be the only dude in there. And then you say a couple jokes during the commercial breaks, or just kind of take shots at Colton, or you know whoever the whoever the the Bachelor is, or the the people vying for love on this fictional television show. Okay, so for dudes, our viewing parties are a little bit different. We have like playoffs, Super Bowl, or yeah. like a fight night. Are viewing parties something you guys plan or host? Or if you're invited, you'll go reluctantly or you'll go like enthusiastically? Okay, here's the thing. Playoffs, if my team's in, I don't, I don't want to socialize. Like, I don't, I don't want to like, be, it's a solo move, solo mission. I, I, there's nothing I hate more than going to like a bar for a meaningful playoff. If it's a Raptors playoff game, a Leafs playoff game, leave me alone. I'm going to watch. At my place, ideally by myself, or maybe with one or two buddies who are just as invested as me. I don't want to be around. I don't want there to be food in my face. I don't want pretty waitresses distracting me. I just want to watch <laughs> the damn game. I don't. I'm not a UFC fan, so for UFCs, I'll go to a viewing party because yeah. I'm there for the social, you know, being of it. I don't have an NFL team. I'll go to a Super Bowl party because I'm there for the spectacle of it. Right. Make sense? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nabil. All I got was he doesn't want pretty girls in front of my face. That's all I got. Was. <laughs> That's where the you guy, The listening? guy who's going to be on The Bachelor <laughs> does not want pretty. Okay. 
Um, but that's just a married guy and me picking that out. Um, no, I mean, I think for like events like that, viewing parties, I like having it at home and I like throwing parties. Okay. Uh, and I like it because I kind of control the narrative of the party and where it's going to go. What does that mean? Because you, <laughs> it's like, well, how drunk do we want to get kind of thing, right? Like I like, I like having drinks and like the socializing aspect what of it. What are you, it's Great like Gatsby? He, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. It, no, but if it's like, it's one of those things where like sometimes you can go to uh, someone else's party. And then you're kind of looking around. And you're like, oh, should I get another drink? I don't know. I don't. I don't want to be the alcoholic here, kind of thing. <laughs> right, right. But I kind of want to be. <laughs> so I have like this thing when people walk in. You got to do a shot of Fireball. We start like that. Everyone. That's you guys that's, drink Fireball. That's the best. That's the first thing when you yeah. walk in. Fireball. What are you? Eighteen years old. And if, you're late, and if, and if you're late, and if you're late, you get a penalty <laughs> shot. So that's one to walk in a welcoming shot, and then a penalty shot, and then that's just then I just make them up on the fly as we go because. You know, you're the host, and everyone's just like, "Oh God, I hate this guy," but here's, I love him at the same time. Here's the thing: if you're brown, you drink whiskey, and I love whiskey. because yeah, that's right. because right. Nabil's are romantic, he loves his cinnamon hearts as well. You put those two words yeah. worlds together, that's your fireball right there: cinnamon heart whiskey. Dude. So you are you are sort of the arbiter of how lit. And arbiter's maybe yeah. not the right word, but you are the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, for, for oh, lack yeah. of a better term, for how lit the party's going to get. I was going to yeah. say enabler, but yeah, okay. enabler yeah, definitely works right as well. Yeah. I've heard that before. I've heard a couple different versions of that, but no, I, I like that. I, I kind of think it's cool and and i like to get different types of people at the party too Not, everyone doesn't have to be hardcore fans which is great i think when it's too hardcore sometimes it's annoying like i, I don't want to hear everyone's opinion i want fans there but i want i don't want to like have analysis throughout the whole game fair okay you mentioned hardcore this can leave me this, this isn't what, what i prefer it's gonna leave me to this great i mentioned off the top that you're part of this crossfit cult right and for a long time when i'm looking at your ig stories i just f45 it's like it's a it's a fitness Gym in Toronto, it's probably all over the country. Shout out at forty five. Yeah. Shout out, but and then you were like consistently going like four or five times a week. My guy has a, he's got these nice uh, traps or excuse me um, triceps. Oh, we all so, know about the triceps. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always push ups. It's always like tricep dips. Like just to emphasize the triceps. When you go to uh, these classes, how how hardcore are you, and how do you feel about people who are really like? double down in this culture and this lifestyle mm-hmm. where like it's it's crossfit for life and everything else, everybody else can just kick rocks okay i got i got two um qualifiers before i get into the answer one um how hardcore am i when the ig is filming or how hardcore <laughs> am i when the workout's going because for most of the workout i'm just like this I'm just doubled over like this but uh also when you guys are going through the ig how annoyed are you when you see like oh this guy's Posting again at the gym, like get a little more creative. Like, do you no, just click through my videos? You're like, no, I'll, just... go, I'll go through your stuff. Yeah, I, I like it. I like okay. It. I always click through when it's the dog. I'm like, I don't want to see the dog. I'm like, I'm tired of yeah. dogs. I Cabbies, just click like, I want to see the workouts of the girls or the behind the scenes stuff. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, pretty much. That's fair. Uh, what was the question again? How, How hardcore yeah. are it... you? And then like the other people around you who are like really emotionally invested in this lifestyle. Okay, so here's the thing. You know, with me, uh, my lifestyle, my schedule is insane, right? Like, my alarm goes off at 3.15 every morning. So sleep is my currency, and I'm not a rich man, okay? So I get about six hours a night. So the thing I love about these workouts is I usually go in feeling not the best, but because everyone in the room is so fired up, even if you're feeling like 70%, they'll pull you up to a 90 Right, And then there are days you go in where you do feel pretty good and you can just crush it. But I'm actually going after we record this podcast. I'm catching the 445 <laughs> class. I'm wiped today. This is my first workout since I came back from Vake. I've been eating you know, churros and stuff can for I ask like a question? great days. So I need a pickup today. From one brown guy to another? Yeah. Like you've given these guys a lot of love, right? Yeah. You're not paying for your membership, are you? I am paying for my membership. 
There's no side deal happening here. The, should the, this is why I need an agent, man? I don't broker Dude, this you're contract. Brown, there should be a, you're there brown, should be a side man. hustle. Yeah. <laughs> I need an agent. I, I, he's going to get sure me. I thought this guy's getting fifty percent off. <laughs> he's getting it free. They're like, hey, because you're always taking. You're giving them good, free advertising, and I thought for sure, hey, g- good on him. But if you're not. That's I, for you, buddy. I need an agent who's going to, A, get me a free gym membership, and B, get me on The Bachelor. Yes. And The American Bachelor, not The Canadian one. Yeah, that's one. what I mean. I yeah, on, on ABC. Yeah. yeah. You should or be... get me on The Indian one. More eyeballs here. More yeah, globally? I, yeah, 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 I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But let me start on The American one. Okay, so when you go to classes, Nabil, and I and I, I saw a picture on your, your the gram the other day. You had one of your friends. Yeah. You guys have worked. Oh, you guys went to Barry's. Yeah, he's shameless. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it's like... He's got a. He's pretty lean. Yeah, or whatever. He's, yeah, he's lean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's not like a boxer lean, but like he had enough confidence to be shirtless in the photo. He's why weren't like, you shirtless? <laughs> we look a little different. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> he he's kind of like a malnourished lean. Yeah. Yeah. So when you okay, Barry's a great example. Yeah, yeah. Does it bother you yeah. when the instructor is overly enthusiastic, or do you just you're okay with that and you're gonna match this person's energy? Yeah, I, I don't mind it, but they can be annoying. Like not, I'm not saying Barry specifically. I've been to a couple different types of classes like that. Like you do, like Orange Theory or Rumble in the States is amazing. That's the best class I've ever been to. Rumble, it's in the States. Anyway, Rumble, yeah, it's like a boxing class, and but it's got like the Barry's feel to it. Uh, I think it's cool to a certain extent, but then at the end of the workout, when you're like dying and they can see you're dying, I don't need you in my face yelling at me. But I need, I need ten more from you. Like, yeah, I'm 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 done. I'm good. I loathe it. I, like, listen, I'm already here. I don't need extra motivation. You, I'm, I walk through the door. Yeah. Just give me the instruction. I want to turn my brain off. I want to do 45, you know, 10 dips, go into push-ups, and do some jump Dude, squats I can't, or whatever. I can't understand what they're saying half the time because the yes. music's so loud, and that, that might be an old guy thing. But, like, I can't Guys, understand what they're saying. you're not even 30. I'm 35. <laughs> Are you? I'm turning 36. You guys are you eighty three as well? Eighty three. Yeah. yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm a little. That's older shocking. You. You I know thought what? you guys. I thought you guys were like 27, 28 years old. Get out of here, Cavs. I was dude, we're an intern. Here, man. Cavs. I was an intern. <laughs> we're here. Bro. I was an intern at the score when you were there. That was like fourteen years ago or something. That was like two thousand six. Thirteen oh, years ago. Oh yeah, I guess so. so I would have yeah. been like a legal laborer at that age. No, but you. Well, I thought you were just like a young college. Well, you were, I guess, a young college kid. But I thought you were just like you're so you still look the same. That's because I go to F45. Hashtag hashtag ad, hashtag sponsor. Hashtag not really. Okay, so uh, a couple of huge uh, trades has happened in sports recently. The biggest one is Odell Beckham Jr. going to Cleveland. If you're a star in your respective league and you get traded, I have four guys. Whose lifestyle do you think has to make the biggest adjustment to their new surroundings? Okay, So these four athletes don't have the same level of visibility in the in the mainstream, but I tried to pick one one guy from each uh, sport that's a star. Okay, so you have Blake Griffin yep. going to Detroit. This is in the last 12, 18 months. Oh. Odell Beckham Jr. being traded to Cleveland. Eric Carlson and Evander Kane, I'll make them one. Two separate deals, but going to San Jose mm. from Ottawa and Buffalo. And yeah. then you have Chris Archer, pitcher, going to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So those are the four. Who's... Which guy do you think has to make the biggest adjustment as far, as far as culture goes, just the team, and just the the lifestyle? I suppose is the biggest the biggest one. I, I'll jump in first. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Blake Griffin because the first thing I'm thinking of is is climate for one, right? right. Like you're LA, going you're going yeah. coast, you're going west coast to the eastern time zone. You're going from L.A. where I know it's not the Lakers, he was with the Clippers, but you're still a star, right? And you're a guy he like he's a big star. There he's a well. big star. Yeah. And the thing is, it's not like like hockey players, hockey dudes, and 
And baseball players, you can blend in more in society. Basketball players cannot, right? No matter where you go, everybody knows exactly who you are, right? Just because of your your sheer physical stature. To go from there to Detroit. Now, granted, I haven't been to Detroit in the last few years. I, the last time I was in Detroit was when it was very gritty. And I know it is still gritty, but... For, Everyone I know who, who is big on Detroit says it's yeah. gone through this crazy revitalization the last few years, kind of like Hamilton, like hipster North. So may, you know, maybe it's not what Wait, I remember. Hamilton, Ontario has gone through a revitalization. You haven't heard about Hamilton, dude? Hamilton is Brooklyn now, apparently. Yeah, it's been gentrified. There's all what? these hipster, dude. We'll go out in Hamilton. I'll tell you all about it. No, we I mean, won't. shout out to Hess <laughs> no, Village, but like, no, no, no. Hess, yeah, <laughs> all I think is like Jim Taddy when I think Hamilton. <laughs> I think and he's not a <laughs> He's not a. He's just old. Yes, guy. Yeah, yes, guy is just. Sorry, old. I, I, we cut you off. Okay, so yeah, Blake, no. So I'm. So, uh, my answer is Blake on that one for for those factors. Nabil, I think like for the hockey guys, they could probably blend in a little bit. You know, like. Nobody really is going to know who they are unless you're a real hockey fan. I think I, I would agree. Blake's a big one, um, but I still think Odell, just with his status, and he's one of the what ten most recognizable athletes in the world, maybe. Probably, right? yeah. Probably, right? He probably fit in that category ten, fifteen, something like that. And you go from New York and, and doing anything you can do in New York. To, I honestly have not spent a lot of time in Cleveland, so I, I don't know how bad it is, but I know it's bad from what everybody says. <laughs> it's not. It's not good. It's not good. So you spend some time there, right? Yeah. Well, we. Had, uh, when the Raptors went to the conference right. finals in 2016, right. well, like, what, is, what does one do in Cleveland? Like, what you, you just do go to the downtime? casino. Remember that one story with Corey Joseph and Damari Carroll were like right. seen in the casino. Yes, tour? that's the only thing to do is just go to the casino. Yeah. Weren't they spotted by? Was it Simmons who spotted them? There's someone so, who yeah. spotted yeah, them. That was him. <laughs> he was hanging out. He was lurking outside. Um, yes. No, I think Odell's going to be having a lot of viewing parties at home. We talked about you. You control your own party because he's going to have to. Because what are you going to do in Cleveland, right? I'm sure he can yeah, drop sure a text to LeBron was. and be like, "All right, yeah. what's the, what's the key to the city here? Like, there's got to be some spots." But LeBron's, but LeBron's, LeBron's situation is very out. different, though. His situation is so different. We had his family, True. already set, kind of right. kind of a different lifestyle in a sense, right? I'm sure he still had a lot of fun. But... Like, what is the upper brass of Cleveland? Is what I want to know. Oof, man, I, I, it, I think it's brass. outside of you're living in some Nabil's gated community pre- outside Nabil's of. Nabil's pretending he doesn't know about upper brass. Oh yeah, oh, like brass oh, rail. Brass rail. That's what you meant. Oh, oh brass yeah. rail. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the upper. Bra- oh yeah. Shout out to Big Ron. Yeah. Um, Twenty bucks, right? Gets you up there. <laughs> I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. It should just be an upper brass. Agreed. Okay, so viewing parties. Yeah. Um, Nabil, I think the first time you popped up on my radar was you were hosting the World Cup coverage. I think 2010 at yeah. CBC. Yeah. And I was like, who is this cat? Like yeah. super young. You look like you were 19. And then you're hosting the. The, the biggest, it's debatable which is a bigger event, the Summer Olympics or the World Cup, as far as viewers go, as far as attention, all that kind of stuff. But this was you. It's like you yeah. on this giant set. I'm like, who is this cat? Yeah. Um, and then you guys have both hosted March Madness at TSN, right? Yeah. In, in different years. Independently both. and together. Yeah, actually yeah. together a couple times. Okay, so they're both month-long tournaments. Which one was more of a cram session in the week leading up to that event? The World Cup for you, Nabil, or... March Madness for either one of you guys because you can you can speak on both. March Madness for me to yeah. date is the craziest thing no. I've ever had to prepare for. Like where, what I do now, you sort of stay on top of the news generally, and you never you go into work never knowing if it's going to be an insane day or or a slow day. With news, it's hard to plan. But in terms of sheer preparation, March Madness is definitely the craziest thing I've ever done. Like I had like a binder and color coded notes and newspaper cutouts and clippings and. Whoa, you went f- analog with your notes, like newspaper clippings. I'm very tactile, yeah. So I got like an old school notebook and I got the USA Today where they had every team's breakdown. I <laughs> cut it that's out. A, I, that's I, a Jack Armstrong. I, I took the Jack, Jack Armstrong approach. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I don't know. What about you, Nabil? 
I, I think the World Cup was a lot harder. Like I, I just think because you don't know a lot of these players from certain countries and, and to find information on them. It's easy to find information on Ronaldo, Messi, some of the, the top 50 players in the world. It's easy. But after that, man, who knows? Like until you have to look these guys up. And you don't know everything on everybody. But you also have to know, like, we had a huge booklet. And it had uh, a breakdown of every team, their tactical approach to the game. So you got to know these things, too. Oh, wow. Like, we didn't really need to know that in March Madness. You kind of know teams that That's when you lean on on Jack or Sam, yeah. Yeah, and I leaned on the analysts for that, too. But at the same time, like... Going to break sometimes it's like okay this like Bolivian player like what (laughs) (laughs) yeah right how do I pronounce his name yeah Yeah. and the names are so hard in soccer Uh, it's unbelievable how hard those names are in soccer and and the thing is too if you get anything wrong because you know Canada is a pretty diverse country Toronto is such a diverse city like if you get anything wrong there is a faction that will that will call you out because there's a faction that knows that right but yeah can I tell you a quick story on how I got that by the way yes please yeah. So, like, I, I just got hired at CBC to do, like, this Hockey Night in Canada online show, which was my big break. Okay. I was doing the, the morning show, which was doing, like, sports in the morning, the update for that. And on, then like, within, CBC.ca? Yeah. Uh, no, no, on CBC News Network. Oh, right? nice. Okay. Uh, and then I got hired in April. And then, uh, like, a month leading up to the World Cup, they're like, hey, can you do, like, a, a soccer show for us, like, uh, online? I'm like, yeah, no problem. Like, easy, right? And then the, about two and a half weeks before, they're like, hey, we're actually going to put it on TV on our specialty channel, Bold. I'm like, what the hell is bold? Like, yeah, perfect. <laughs> Nobody has this channel. No problem. Whatever. Literally a week before, they told me you're going to be doing the post game show. I was About, and on the main network. On the main on network. The main <laughs> ne- oh wow! I found it a week before because they went through all these changes. I don't know what had happened and who fell out and whatever, but it came down to me. And that show went through so many changes over that month. It was it was a crazy learning process, man. But uh, yeah, like I went through a lot of shirts during that because <laughs> I was sweating like I. Definitely underqualified for that, but it was one of those things where you know you sink or swim, and that's TV swim though. enough. That's TV though, isn't it? Like yeah. it's almost better that it happens that way when they just kind of throw you in because then you don't have that much time to get right. worked up about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's actually that's a good point because when you have a, an event, you know it's coming up in two months. You can you can over prepare almost, which is yeah. not a bad thing, but it can be a bad thing because it can get into your head a little bit, right? Yeah, totally. Ooh, man, yeah, you and you look so composed too. And I, I was I was working at the score at the time. Were you were you? No, were you here already? What year was it? Twenty ten. I actually met you outside one out of one. Yes, that was during the G twenty. I was reporting. I was covering the G twenty. Close to Wellington and like Blue Jays way. And I, I I obviously knew who you were. I had seen you. Yeah. And I saw you. And my good friend Omar at CTV knows you. So you know, we were talking about you, and then I saw you coming in one day. Very quick story. Very quick story. Just akin to what Nabil just to dovetail off Nabil. A sink or swim story. Yes. Okay. So I I got hired at CP two four in May of of two thousand nine. So just coming up on 10 years with with the Bell family. And I was hired initially to be a part-time weather and traffic person. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know a thing about weather. So I literally bought like a weather for dummies book. Really? I bought all this meteorology stuff just to study to be a weather specialist. Yeah. Traffic, I was good. I'm a Toronto guy, so I know the ins and outs of the city. So the boss at the time said, you know, you're going to train for a week under the meteor- meteorologist, and then we'll probably throw you in after a week or so. I'm like, okay, great. That sounds reasonable. Scary as hell, but reasonable. Day two of my training, uh, boss comes up to me and goes, how's the training going? I go, ah, yeah, it's going pretty good. You know, it should be good in five, six days. He goes, all right, you're going to do the live hit in half an hour. And if you don't fall on your face, you're taking over for the rest of the day. So I had a half hour heads up. Wow. Uh, to go do my first hit. And I'm like texting like my mom being like, I th- I'm going to be on. Like, can you, like, <laughs> can you watch just, this? Can you watch this? Mom, please. <laughs> Mommy. Yeah, <laughs> Mommy, please. Mom. Or can so, you come down to the studio, so, Mom? So you got a week. I got 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and that's then crazy, there you go. So A little different scale, though. Very little. different. Very <laughs> different scale. The bills was much larger, obviously, yes. 
2010 was, I was in, I got to go to South Africa to watch, and the, the only game that I attended was Ghana versus Uruguay, and Uruguay won on like penalty kicks. And this, uh, Dude, like, that was a crazy game. That was like this it was quarters or something. It was the right? quarter, quarters. Like the, Ghana was the last I still African remember team that game. Yeah. in the in the uh, tournament. It was game. in and it was in South Africa. Yeah, yeah they should have. And then yeah, there was like a handball in the box, yep. and they had a the pe- it should have been a goal. That was Luis, game Luis pen- Suarez. Yeah. Yes, and then yeah. uh, Gian, what was it? What was it? Young kid, he was like twenty one at the time, and then he missed the penalty kick. Or something, or something like that. As- Asamoah, or something like that. I, I can't remember his. I can't remember his name. Yeah, but you're right. Um, yeah, which uh, it went. But anyway, yeah, it was it was cool. And the Vuvuzelas on TV were so huh. annoying. But in real yeah. life, it, it didn't have this. There wasn't like that cacophony of sound. It was just just sounded like a burst of air, like whomp, whomp. not even that that loud. But I guess you know it sounded like mosquitoes or not mosquitoes, um, bees or something on, yeah. on TV, and yeah. it was like. Super annoying, and they they banned Vuvuzelas in fourteen and eighteen and moving forward. Um, Nabil, you're a, a West Coast guy. You're a Vancouver yeah. guy. Do do people know your whereabouts um, after the Canucks lost in Game Seven? <laughs> uh, and then there was a an, an uproar. There were riots in the streets in Vancouver. Dude, I was there. You were there. You were the Wait, were you working, or were you there as a fan? No, watching I was there. Game 7? I was known. I was there working for CBC. So I kind of like. Swindled my way into that gig. I was like, you should probably send me down there. So I was actually. Were you at the game? Probably. Yeah. So, so I, went, I was out there. For, I was there for the four home games. Oh, crazy! Uh, it was wicked. Actually, CBC put me up at the Fairmont, even though I live in Vancouver. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the taxpayers. Uh, <laughs> and I was there for like two and a half weeks, and uh, stayed down there and went for the games. I was there for Game Seven. Wow! And it was kind of crazy because like. Were you like on location or were you in the studio for Game no, 7? No, I was, in, I was you in there. You were in the building. Yeah, I was in the building. Oh, press you were at Rogers or whatever. Yeah, so for, the four home, for the four home games, yeah. I was at the press box. Um, but at that point, like you kind of lost your fandom a little bit because you know you were working for CBC at that time. I wanted to get to Hockey Night in Canada and be on the regular broadcast. And you know, you you kind of lose it a little bit. But being there for Game 7, they lost. I was like, gosh, you know, kind of disappointed or whatever. But hey, you kind of move on. And we go outside. I mean, I was with Sonny. Oh yeah, Sunny, uh, back back from yeah, yeah. yeah. He was my producer. He was my producer. Great guy. And we're walking away, and all of a sudden, we were right there where the where everything broke out. And it's so funny because I was like, Sonny, let's get out of here, man. Let's, this is getting bad. And Sonny like, couldn't take his eyes off of this thing. Sonny, who hated Vancouver, by the way, going into it, <laughs> loves Vancouver after it. He would trash Vancouver and people from Vancouver, but now loves it, or loved it at that time. But it's so funny. We actually went, and then we walked towards, like, there was an area at the bay where there was this huge fight that broke out. And Sonny's like, let's go check it out. I'm like, dude, let's go back to the hotel before we get stepped. Because we're in our suits and stuff, too, right? Right, right. And so people are heckling you just for being, hey, suit, hey, suit, you know, like that kind of thing. And uh, it, it was wild, man. It, it was really wild. Did you guys Jeez. see the kissing couple? No, we missed out on the missed on that the, epic on... photo, right? Yeah, yeah. Like one of the greatest photos. I mean, we we probably don't re- like. I just remembered it, but it's not something that's like on our consciousness. Anymore. I missed out right. on the soft porn, but I got all those dudes fighting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sunny Sunny was actually the first producer I ever interned for. It was at the at the score. At the score I, yeah. I interned for the spin for Steve Coolius, and Sonny was the producer. That's his Which guy, was man. a version. Yeah. Uh, oh no, that was the new show. It wasn't the uh, ice serving. Show. Show, right? No, I think it was after ice surfing, and then it became the spin became hardcore hockey talk. Right? And yes, then, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah. On it's kind of crazy the connection we all have. Like we've all worked with somebody or know somebody in the industry. It's it's, it's a small, small Canada, but still, and sadly, only getting smaller too. Right? Yeah, true. Today's episode of the Cabbie Presents podcast featuring Nabil Kareem and Gurdip Aliwalia is brought to you by the Cabbie Presents Archives, baby. The TSN YouTube channel has years of fun to go experience. 
I know you haven't seen everything, so spend some time down the rabbit hole. Go check out Cappy Presents episodes you haven't seen or take one of the 17 quizzes from Bar Down. One last thing. Five stars are available to rate this podcast, so do what you do best. Click on five. Back to Nabil and Gurdip. What is your fandom like now? Like when you had, you worked at TSN for three or three years, four, three yeah. years. And, and I, same question to both. Like, what is your fandom like now? Do you still hold on to your childhood teams or are you just, do you just watch sports more broadly and don't particularly root for a team? Because now you're be, behind the curtain and you see some of the machinations of how sports works and you, you hear more things about, you know, conflicts or, or payrolls or like, you know, one team might be in it not to win, but just to make money. Like what is, how have you, how's your fandom been adjusted mm. since you've worked in sports? I, I think I definitely had to park it when I was working specifically in sports, right? Especially when you're, you're working for one of the nationals, like, you know, the, the score or, or uh, TSN, especially, especially when you're on air at TSN, you really have to park it because people are really touchy about their sports, right? Yeah. Unless it's, I mean, listen, if you're doing a Raptors pack or uh, you're reading highlights for a Jays pack or Raptors pack, you can throw in a little extra sauce because these are the only teams in Canada. Right. But man, you better be careful if you're reading a Montreal Canadiens pack or a Leafs pack or people will really detect any little tone and be like, oh, I heard that. Oh, you're a Flames fan. I can tell. Or you hate the Flames. Right. People get really personal. The one thing I like about being back at local now, like being at a Toronto station, I'm born and raised in Toronto. I am a diehard Toronto sports fan through and through across the board. And I can show it now, right? Like I can, I can. You can say I can we say or that. Yeah, yeah. I can, yeah, I can do that now, which I really miss because I did have to. I did have to park that stuff when I was at TSN. I hundred percent agree. Like we have some people who don't, which is fine. It's it's your own, it's your own choice. But like you did hockey when you were there. I've done hockey when I was there, and so uh, when I am here, and, and so it, it's one of those things where you're right. Like people will jump on you real quick, and they automatically assume you're a Toronto guy, right? Like I'm not a Toronto guy. Oh, you're a Leafs fan. And, and it's funny because, like, again, I grew up in Vancouver. Yeah. I'm not a Canucks fan. Uh, I don't really care. Like, I, I want the Leafs to do well only because it's good for our job, right? It's a little more exciting. And now my son is a Leafs fan. But he's born in Toronto. <laughs> nice. We had this discussion. My wife is converted to a Leafs fan. Uh, we've been is your wife long also enough. from BC? Yeah, she's oh, from okay. BC. So we've been here long enough. So do you, would you say you have a team now or are you totally neutral? As far as hockey? Yeah. I'm neutral. I don't neutral. care. I don't really care. But, like... Basketball, yeah, I like the Raptors. So yeah. obviously, you know, you have that fandom towards. Not the fandom's not the right word, but you want to see the Raptors do well, right? Yeah. So when they get knocked out of the playoffs every year, it's just like, come on, man, <laughs> you got to be kidding me! Like, so I, I'm more invested. I think that's the way I should right. put it. I'm more invested. Yeah, I do work on Raptors broadcasts every so often, but like, you're a little more invested towards the Raptors. I think. I was talking to PJ Tucker the other day, and I brought up like the last time I saw him, uh, it was his birthday. We'll just say that. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> it's more to that story. Uh, and he was just the other day. He was just talking about how he believed that they had the pieces. Yeah. And then just LeBron just like ripped the heart out of the whole city. I mean, I I think that was a part of that like ten zero run. Like or <laughs> LeBron had, had beaten the Raptors ten straight. So in that was like this time where this era where PJ Tucker was was here and he was you know, he was brought in to be the defensive stopper because Demar Carroll was supposed to be that guy but never really materialized to be that guy and uh, I I, t- I reminded him and I reminded the other day Norm Powell had a, a charity bowling event and I reminded Patrick McCaw and uh, OG Ananobi um, about like the mild PTSD that Toronto has. It's not quite as bad as like Cubs fans because that was 108 years before yeah. they won and the Red Sox for a long time had, had, had been this heartbroken fan base until they've won friggin' everything this mm-hmm. century. Um, 
but they were just kind of they sort of looked at me weird because I am weird and I was like super like animated about it. Like, man, the city's blah blah blah. And I suppose I have in reference to fandom, I have a little bit of it, but my fandom changes because of my experiences with athletes. So I find that I root for guys. Uh, more so than root for their teams because guys right. will move around or whatever and I'm like okay I'll change allegiances and I'll root for my guy based on the interactions that I have and that's uh-huh. probably I probably shouldn't be like that but it's just, it just See, you, you got a real cool story though I think like the, the fact that you've carved this this unique niche niche out yeah. right and, and your interactions Thanks. with guys is so different it's so funny to see Cabby go and for people who don't know when you see Cabby in the locker room um, and, and he's approaching a guy. They're like happy to see you. Uh, I mean, no, no, come on. For the most part, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna not, get, you're gonna get a dab. Time. You're gonna get, hey, what's up, kind of thing. Whereas they, when they see us, like we're media, we're media. The, yeah. it's such a disappointment yeah. to see like any of our faces. <laughs> and so I was always like, man, it's good to be cabby. Like I know, and not every interview probably goes great, or not everybody's no, gonna like you. No, they definitely you, don't. But the relationship you built is just obviously credit to you. That's pretty cool, man. Like yeah. what you've been able to do. Thank you. I yeah. was I was pitching this idea the other day. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning were in town, and then we're at a dinner or whatnot, and and I never met Kucherov before. Who's the stud? <laughs> and he was like the most. He's like the most reluctant star. I mean, he's not a mainstream name, but obviously in hockey, he's a, he, like he's probably going to win the Hart the Trophy MVP this year. for sure. Yeah. yeah, it's just a monster. And he was just like a regular sized guy. Like you know, like hockey dudes and baseball dudes can are relatively anonymous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, across the country because they just look like regular dudes. And as you mentioned, like, if you're Blake Griffin, you're 6'9", everybody knows you do. So I was, and he'd never met me before, so I was kind of just telling him a little bit of what, of, of what I do. And I was like, yo, man, I want to, like, like, we'll play some games. I'll invent a game. And he, he started to come around. I was like, okay, this sounds yeah. more interesting. And then when I was talking to Stamkos, I was like, guy, what are we going to do our next our next bit? And he's like, the... Um, the acting bit was the best one. I was like, well, the target practice when we did this car target, we were at like uh, Bay and Wellington where he was shooting pucks. I, I I, he was that. blindfolded. I, that, yeah. I was like, that one did like a million on, on YouTube. But I'm like, you know, you're right. The acting one was was the, was the best one. I'm like, what are we going to do next one? He's like, Cabby, we can't do too many because I don't want to distill the product. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> was like, That's a polite way of saying get lost. Yeah, bro. but I was like, man, Stamkos, that was like, Four years ago, yeah. and he goes, no, we did another one on the ice. The kid's memory is amazing. Like yeah. he, wow. he can like remember goals. Like, oh yeah, what was? Describe the goal you scored against New Jersey in 2017. He'd be like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a two on one, and you know from the left side, I, yeah, yeah. it was one time or whatever. Um, but I, I finally <laughs> convinced him to that. I was like, okay, I'll come up with something, and and like this is part of the the hardest part of the gig is like once I get someone to commit then it's like okay what's the idea I'm gonna do like and I look at Corden and I look at Fallon and Kimmel I'm like these guys do these amazing bits like you know Fallon does these games and Corden does these games dude, and they got sing. a team of people yeah I know they got like 20 they 20 got dudes. the machine you got you them. and whoever dude, else is behind it's your a, producer it's my Mandy yeah, and myself yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, our yeah. two brains yeah. and occasionally I'll like I'll workshop some stuff with like some friends in like group text I'm like ah oh, can you guys have a give me a line here or there yeah. oh and I said I was like yo Stammer, like, let's do something during the playoffs. He goes, no, no, it has to be before the playoffs. I'm like, why? He goes, listen, I gotta, I gotta lock in. I was like, okay, so hopefully in the next like three weeks, I'll, I'll get both. Like, maybe Kucherov will come over to his house and we'll do, I don't know, we'll do something together. Where, by the way, the, the bit Corden just did with Beckham, I don't know if you guys saw that. That was oh, unbelievable. The statue? Yeah, but I want so so good. Cavs, not to get too fanboy on you, but I also been watching you since you know I was an intern at the score and admired you, Thanks, and man. you know you obviously just crushing. You've done some amazing okay, stuff. Okay, let's keep this My, part short. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Two two little questions here. <laughs> Your stuff with Kobe obviously is legendary. Thanks, yeah. man. But who is who is like 
the best chemistry you've ever had if it's not Kobe? And have you ever had an athlete that's been so into the bits that they're texting you, being like, Cabby, I got an idea for a bit. Has an athlete ever Ooh. come to you with something? Uh, yes. Uh, okay, so so the best chemistry, yeah, Kobe was 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 remarkable because he knew early on how the dynamic was going to work. I was going to be the butt of the jokes, and I would just give him softballs, and he just knocked him out the park. And also because he trusted, it took me a little while to gain his trust, but because he trusted me, then he can lower his guard, and then we can do, you know, all these dumb. And I and that was like one of my actually it might have been the one of the early adopters of props. Like I brought him like CDs and like pillows. I cut a key for his house, for my house once. CDs. My, yeah, CDs. That's yeah, how long it was. Like, oh, six. I brought like CDs. I'm like, oh, this is the Black <laughs> Album. This is Alicia <laughs> Keys. It's like all these different CDs. Aaron Rodgers has stepped into that sort of void that Kobe um, left. And he's just really sharp. And I've written some things. And ah, uh, I've written some things for, for Rogers, like sent it to him, like, yo, I'd love to do one of these, or like, this one's my favorite of like the, the sketches, and it just hasn't worked out timing-wise, and so I'm like, okay, I'm going back to the drawing board. I like, every yeah. year, I'll just send like three new ideas, storyboards, like, I just want to dress it up, and, and hopefully this year we'll be able to connect on something. But, are, you, um, are you still in touch with Kobe? Is that... No, not that. So, uh. the, <laughs> the other day, I sent an email. Uh, no response. Uh, oh. It was, uh, Kobe, serious question, may I introduce you at the Hall of Fame? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you're inducted, I I, I yeah. might be 20. Well, you retired in 17, so I think is yeah. it five years? Yeah, I think it's a five. Later, years. okay, so 2022 20, or whatever. So no, no response. response. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm a great speechwriter. Like yeah. I can I can do this justice. And also, it's like I was trying to play like Plato's ego. Like, listen, it's way out. Of, this is in right field. Like no one would expect this. They might expect you know Magic to introduce you or Jerry Buss. Like me. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> You're your own man. All this kind of stuff. No response, uh, which is uh, usually how it are, goes. Are you on like texting direct status with these athletes, or do you have to go through people? You're, are you no, direct? Like a lot of times with people, but some guys I go, I go straight to. Bats had a uh, Jose Batista had a deal with Booster Juice, and I think he had a, he was he was in early with Uber, hmm. and he's like, "Yo, can you let's let's think of something we can do with either Booster Juice, which is a low, which is I think a Canadian um, uh, brand. Uh, it's like a juice company. Yeah. Um, for, for people who are who aren't in the city and then Uber obviously everybody knows Uber and I never came up with like I was I, I thought of like a van not just like the like a black car but like some like a like a almost like a milk van like one of those old school ones and but I, I didn't come up with any good anything good uh, and um, someone else had a clothing thing about like made to order uh, shirts and I and I also failed them too uh, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't come up with it. one time I wrote a treatment for someone who was going into free agency. And like wrote like three pages, like okay, this this chapter, and then this. You have the conversation with your parents here, and then you go to this in the gym, and then you're there. And uh, he never did it. <laughs> <laughs> and later, when he signed with his new team, he's like, "Thank God I didn't I didn't do that thing because I was a, an emotional wreck." And it was like the, I was like, really like we have more of a, a language now to express ourselves emotionally, or whatever. And it's there's more soft spaces to land. But I I didn't expect it from this one hockey dude that he's like I was an emotional wreck. I mean, it's a free agency period. It's like. You're going to get a fat new deal, and you and I guess as a fan, you think of the monetary compensation and you know the possibility of going to a new team and trying to win there. I have a segment called "This is G-rated." I'm not a G-rated person, mm -hmm. but um, this segment is G-rated. I'd like you guys to reveal your current guilty pleasures, be it either TV shows, trashy TV shows. A docu series, junk food, something that you're 
like you do, but you wouldn't be the most vocal about the fact that you consume either this entertainment or these terrible snacks, which are delicious. Nabil, what do you got? Like I try to like keep it pretty healthy, like kind of probably like you try that, to keep that it pretty malnourished healthy. diet you're on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but then Just my, eating vitamin my, B. But for oh. my son though, I buy him like you know stuff kids eat, you know that kind of thing. So I'll like come home after show late at night and just starving. Goldfish and hot sauce, man. Goldfish really? and hot sauce, like sriracha or just like the uh, Nando's. No, no. Uh, yeah, like a Frank's Red Hot, a extra hot, you get the extra like hot. that. Yeah, dump it on it. Just that if you I... like sauce, just mix it up. So wait, do you eat with a spoon or do you yeah, eat with your like fingers? Yeah, cereal, like cereal. Yo, that actually sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds really good. And okay. I told, I told yeah. Natasha about this and she was disgusted. <laughs> yeah, I think it might she be a brown thing. She looked at me. She's like. Like what? It's like cereal? And I said, yeah, well, kind of. Like I eat it, and I actually eat it out of his little bowl. So I don't put it in a big bowl, so I don't eat too much of it. But I'll put goldfish, and then I'll just dump hot sauce all over so it is soaking wet. So it looks like, you know, if you'd order wings, you know, when they come out, like, super wet. Yeah, like, yeah, right? yeah. But you got to eat that quick before it gets too nasty, right? It's like cereal. You can't let no, it get too No, but the goldfish are going to stay crunchy. Those yeah, stay crunchy, crunchy in an Armageddon, bro. Really? Okay. It's been a while since I've eaten goldfish. Understandably. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're really wild. You throw in a little ketchup on the side, and, and then yeah. that mix, and... Yeah, that's probably my thing right now. It's <laughs> this sounds more like Nabil's 420 snack, doesn't it? <laughs> this is a different segment. I suppose we can, it, it we can talk about it. I mean, it's it is very... definitely my snack after four or five whiskeys. For sure, 100%. A couple <laughs> fireballs. Fireball whiskey. I can't believe you drink fireball, my dude. Dude, I'm telling you, like this is it's the perfect party drink because A, people are like, oh, this, oh I don't want it. Okay. Oh, it tastes good. tastes good. But they, what they don't realize for people who don't drink it is that after two or three of them, you get turned pretty quick. Like yeah. it, it takes like about twenty minutes, and then like, pff, like everything's well. Caps. What the listeners don't know is if if that's the rule, the party foul you roll in late, right. you do two. You'd be two or three uh, shots of that deep now. You were fifteen minutes late rolling into this pod, right? Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, so so the next ten, one, it was the, ten minutes. What was the penalty shot you said? <laughs> the the next one. A penalty, a couple of penalty <laughs> shots. And I'm uh, driving. What, so what is what Come is on. either the the. Unhealthy snack that you are currently, it's your guilty pleasure, or TV, or, or yeah, YouTube. Yeah, it's probably like kale. I got yeah. <laughs> baked kale. kale, kale. kale. All right, all Olive right. oil and friggin'. I got, I got two. I got two, and they're legit. On the eating front, uh, every Saturday night, I sit down for Hockey Night in Canada, and I order an entire pie, the pizza pie, to myself. Well, which Don't share Pizza it. Nova? No, so here's the thing. I'm big on variety, right? With travel, with eating, I always want something new. So I, my goal is to try like every pizza place in the city. So I order from somewhere different every Friday night. And I smash Saturday. it. Sorry, Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday. Every Saturday. You know, Sounds like a suspect story, man. <laughs> yeah, Saturday night. He's got his days wrong. He's Saturday calling it a pizza pie. Listen, hey, I mean, who's who the making this up to sound cool? pizza pie. We don't <laughs> live in New hey, York. Also, yeah, who does, who does call it a pizza pie? I call it a pizza pie, all right? And, uh, yes, yeah, so my, my current favorite is uh, I'm, I'm big on my queen margarita. Yeah, like my dope. maker pizza. They yeah. do some good work. I haven't had maker yet. Or Ma- blaze. Maker's good. I haven't tried blaze yet. Um, no, and in terms of the show... In terms of the show, uh, I'm going to support the family here on this one. I am big. I and mean, you guys are going to rip me on this. I shouldn't even admit it. Uh, this is us, man. Oh, dude, oh, I watch that too. I am a big I too. This Is Us fan. I'm not going to lie. You guys enjoy crying every week? Dude, every Tuesday night, I give myself yeah. a nice cry, and it is amazing. Dude, it's, it's free therapy, Cappy. <laughs> you try it, and you'll feel better about life. Man. You know, you, know, you go back and you ask me that question about the bachelor, the bachelor watch with my wife. Yeah. She did not make me watch that, but she was watching This Is Us. And she's like, you got to see this show. And then I was kind of forced because she was binge watching it. So I'm like, you okay. can't binge watch that show. It's too emotional, man. That is. Yeah, cool. so she started late though. That's why. Yeah. Oh, so she was man. doing two, three episodes a night, kind of thing. And Oof. so I caught in at like the second or third episode. I'm like, I'll just sit with her and watch. 
hooked, man. I watch it without her now. I don't even. <laughs> yeah. See, at least the bill has the built-in excuse. His wife got him onto it, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm I'm single. I chose to watch that right, right from the get-go. But wait, is this strategic? Because you are a single man and you're out and about, and you, you can be the actor. Dude. That's a great connection point. The, I, I, oh, the tall white great, Justin Hartley. Yeah, he does some fine work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I watch it so. Yeah, he does well himself. <laughs> is appalled that I know the name of uh, of the actor. Yes, and yeah. we've like also, the actual actor, not the character. He yeah. the, he's looked this guy up clearly. But we've yeah. had the cast on the show too and they're awesome oh, okay. like we well, had Chrissy Metz we had Sterling K. Brown and they're just the nicest people too so that's just you know you say you meet the athletes you become fans of the yes. oh yeah like, there's a just, lot of good people on your show by the way we yeah. have some awesome people yeah. on the show and the great part is whenever we get sports dudes on the show I do more sports interviews with CP24 Breakfast than I did at TSN because at TSN everyone's a sports dude right. at right. TSN uh, at 24 when we get a sports interview they're like oh you were at TSN you do the sports interview so it's kind of a strange twist of faith but I'll take it this is us Yes, Cavs, listen, you got to promise me one thing. No, You're going to give it a try. Hey, I'm not going to do shout it. Out, hey. Shout out Mandy Moore. Yes, Mandy don't forget, Moore. Don't sleep on Mandy Dude, Moore. She, she, is she's, she's she looks outstanding. great. Okay, Ooh. wait. So you guys are saying two different things. She is outstanding, her yeah. talent, and you're like, she looks no, great. No, no, she's, she's gorgeous. Like, she is. I mean, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like girl next door. Like Yes, but that's the appeal. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Cavi doesn't want to go. Not a fan, eh? I mean, no? Cabby, please watch one episode. No, Start man. at the beginning. Don't I knock don't until you tried it. Gritty. Don't knock until you tried it. I'm surprised your girl hasn't it'll, made you watch probably, it. She watches it. She yeah, it'll connect with you in some way. It'll yeah. connect with you at some level. They have the story angles of it. There's so many different story angles. Yeah. One of those will catch Beautifully you. Beautifully intertwined, man. Yeah. I watch heart-wrenching documentaries if I need a good a release. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and my friend explained Netflix the other day. <laughs> what? 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 Can Look, we wrap a good that back? Perch. You know, when you... When, not like... it. Guys, dude, what are you, what are you, come on. You, you got the so, premium account. You're not this watching is, HBO this is, for that. This is meant to be the G-rated segment. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the premium account. Yo, remember when Kanye, Kanye was on Kimmel? And uh, goes, I watch Black... Anyway, that's, that's, that's too much. That's too G, G-rated segment. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's over. I violated the rules of my own segment. Captain, what's, what's yours, though? What's your guilty pleasure? You got to share. Oh, um, so my friend the other day is like, Netflix is like the mall of entertainment. Yeah. It's like there's something for everyone. There's a food court for your trashy stuff. There's an Aldo. There's a H&M. <laughs> there's a Zara. Like, there's something for everybody. And I was like, wow, that's perfect. Uh, what am I watching right now? Um, I was into those true, those, like, docu-series, like the crime dramas like... That's um, not a guilty pleasure. That stuff's amazing. No, but, like, it's a, a horrible crimes. Yeah, but... But then I, mean, I was like... Fascinating. Have you seen Make, I, Making a Murder? Yeah, I'm all in. Yeah, Making a Murder, a great Innocent show. Man, yeah, yeah, um, uh, Abducted in Plain Sight, hmm. The Neighbor! Yeah. I heard it's crazy. I, oh. I have not seen that, but I heard the parents are just... Now I need a palate cleanse, so right. I'm going to go like nature documentaries. There's a new one called Dynasty I'm going to watch. Like They follow some lions, some oh, tigers, some... <laughs> what do you mean? Are you serious? Some penguins. Did anyone watch that one narr- on. narrated by Will Smith? I heard it's a little oh, uh, off. Oh, this, the rock. Uh, it's like a nature rock one. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's weird because it's Will Smith. It's like, I don't want him narrating my nature. Do- He's not Morgan Freeman. How do you guys feel about the Aladdin trailer? Last I, I like it better than that photo that came out. I think Glory's that- <laughs> all blue? Yeah, so he's not all blue in the movie, clearly. No, uh, I think he is no, all blue. The tra- no, you see the trailer? He's not all blue. Okay, so here's the thing. The, what no. you see in the trailer, apparently, I don't know why I dug deeper on this, but uh, <laughs> apparently he goes through like different machinations in the movie, so what you right. see in the trailer isn't the only version of him right. you get. But uh. it, it, the picture looks like it's just like a guy who dressed up for Halloween like the genie with like very like basic yeah. makeup. It yeah, yeah look but great. we haven't like he's probably gonna fly and be able to do tricks and disappear yeah. and he's you know po- you know much if, like the animated one, yeah. nineteen ninety two or whatever it was. If there's one guy to follow like Robin Williams, like he 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 
he's never going to be Robin. Obviously, Robin's so like iconic of that character, but he's kind of got that. You know, he's got the the gift of jab and everything. We, we all grew up with Will. Like, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know he's had a lot of L's recently as far as movies. Like, it, it, he's my favorite actor. But yet his last few movies, it's like... He's really hit or miss. He either knocks it out of the park the or Netflix it's like, one, or you man. get Wild Wild West. You I like the Netflix Bright? one. Is it Bright? That one you're talking Bright, about? Bright, yeah. God, I, I stayed home on a Friday night like a, competing for the Come biggest on, loser in Toronto and I was in the top four. I just missed the podium. And I watched that. I'm like, oh, I couldn't well. finish it. Okay, this is your guilty what, pleasure. What now the, the truth comes out. Yeah, <laughs> this is the yeah. guilty yeah. pleasure. Terrible yeah. movie. Netflix, like, yeah. Bird Box is good for like a Netflix movie. Like, shout right. out to my dude Zelly who gave me that line. He's like, yeah, it was good for Netflix. Yeah. Um, so I'll watch those right. based on the actors. I'll watch. I'll watch those movies. Right. Will Smith. I met him one time. He's super nice and he's yeah, very I was jealous, generous. Man, I remember I messaged you. Like again, like I was so nervous though, man. When yeah. I meet these icons, yeah. bro, and like, and you, you know, when you're interviewing people, the windows you get four hard minutes, mm-hmm. six minutes max. I mean, you do TV segments and mm-hmm. obviously you do as well. So you, the, the time limit is so short. So you have to just like I have to kind of bury my fandom and then just get my questions out and not like f- flub my lines or mess up and. I was like, suit. My heart was like, I was like, it was, it was like talking good, to like the hottest girl good. from my my city. Was talking to like Will. It's Smith. like you were talking to Hillary, not Will. Basically, <laughs> oh dude, Hillary was <laughs> Hillary was so nice. Were you an Ashley guy <laughs> or Ashley a Hillary? Oh, Hillary, Cause dude. Because Ashley, Ashley in those late seasons, she grew yeah. up. Remember, she did like a music video with uh, yeah, was it, what's Will Produce or something. Mm. Will Produce that, I think. No, it wasn't. It was with uh, Lord Tariq and Peter Guns. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, she yeah, used yeah, the sample. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she didn't, didn't she do, um, or maybe she was in, was it, who was the other guy that's kind of like Chingy, like that same kind of poppy hip hop? I think you're thinking it, wasn't it Rudy from Cosby Show? Oh, she maybe. was in the video. Yes, she was in the video. Yes, yeah. yeah, Rudy. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. By the way, we had Joseph Marcel, Jeffrey Butler on the other day. On oh, CP2 I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah, man, that was that well, was crazy. Is he acting? Like, okay, he... did you guys think he was actually? I thought he was American, putting on that like British accent. He's legit British. No, he's, yeah, legit I didn't know British. that because yeah, yeah. well, it was it was such a like it overdone accent. Yeah, on the it was show. kind of cartoonish. Yeah. But yeah. he was incredible. But he, yeah. I was shocked to find out he actually was British. But he was charming, man. He was great. So, yeah. what is he doing these days? He had a, he had a movie that he was pumping. What's it called? Like, are you? Did you see oh, it? Man, did they say I, you put me on the spot. I didn't do the interview, but I forget. I think. But was, you got a photo with him on. I got a photo with him. Yes, yeah. I think the I think yeah, the movie yeah, was right. called like Hero or My Hero that he was involved in. But yeah, don't don't quote me on that. <laughs> I have a segment called Down Your Rabbit Hole. It is as pervasive as it sounds. Down your rabbit hole. Uh, so, fellas, um, grab your cellular devices. Yeah. Okay, well, Nabil, you go first. Um, like search history? Oh, dude, I deleted, <laughs> deleted that before I got no, here. No, guys. <laughs> so, open up, open up your YouTube app. Yeah. And we, none of us are aware of the algorithm that YouTube has yeah, right. where it suggests videos to us, but they just appear right. in our feed. So then please read to us the top five videos. Read the title yeah. and then read the YouTube channel. Maybe give a thought as to why you right. think YouTube had suggested that right. video. So I got spooky and scary stories for kids from Steve and Maggie. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Hello, don't forget to check out Peppa Pig Live. Come on, these are really on your YouTube feed? Well, he's got, he's how, okay. old, how old's Adam? He's here's, like... here's the thing. So they're all going to be kids things. They're all yeah. kids things. Uh, it's that's because I've, I've kind of figured out this hack where my, my kid wakes up. He wakes up before seven. He comes in the room and he's like, dad, dad, can I watch my show? So he'll come in, jump in between us in bed. And like, I can't get up before seven. There's no way. Like... You know, I go to sleep at 2.30 or something coming home from work. So I'll put on YouTube on my phone. I'll put, like, Peppa Pig or whatever it is. I'll start off with Peppa Pig or something like that. And then I'll give it to him. I'll turn the volume down. And he just watches it. And he'll scan through and click on different things. 
and by the end of it, he's watching some kid playing with like figurines. <laughs> it, it's it's terrible parenting. You gotta Prob- be careful with that though. There's some real like yeah yeah. Well, I mean, dice. but, if it, but, but when, if when you're in on that, that world li- of yeah. kids, videos. no, no, yes. I'm saying yeah. there are some people out there who do some nefarious things and link videos that aren't kids' videos right. on that. Uh, like yeah, no, no, you're clicking right, on you're things. Right. Like oh, okay. I've seen yeah, my nephews right. watching some stuff they should not be watching, just no. innocently starting, you know, on on Peppa yeah. Pig and then ending up. Yeah, you know, you gotta be yeah, careful. Get, yeah. Salt yeah. and pepper, yeah. salt and pepper, or something, something, something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. keep going. So those are the you had two. I just got kids ones, man. Oh, keep going. Well, you give you've only given give us. You got to get to uh, five. Patrol, Deeper down the rabbit hole. Paw yeah. Patrol Ultimate Rescue Construction Truck and Figurine Set Unboxing. Wow. Fun. Peppa Pig English episodes. And Ben and Holly. I don't know if you know guys know about Ben and Holly, London Kingdom. No, don't no, worry. I'm good though. This is my life, man. <laughs> okay. You guys seem disgusted, but I have a kid. He's four. He's turning four. Okay. He's so, already four, eh? Wow. He's turning four in June. Yeah. Gertie, what do you got? Okay, now is this just like right when you open your hand? Right the when you open, yeah. Uh, you guys are gonna be disgusted with me. Um, Thirty-two minute home cardio workout with no oh, equipment. Okay, listen, I was on. I was on. Just take your shirt off. No, but just here's the thing. You I know was you just. Want to. Give I was us just the impact, in, my dude. I was in Panama for a bachelor party, and there was minimal access to a gym, so I was doing this stuff like just because you're that you guy to, on vacation. Listen, it balances me out. I need it. I'm that guy. I'll, I'll do. I'll, I'll do it on vacation yeah, too. I won't listen, probably watch a YouTube video, but I'll just do like some something. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you. I started off alone on an island, but by the end of the BP. There was one other guy working out with me out of the 11. <laughs> no uh, chicks. Again, no chicks. Right? No hot girls allowed. Just zero. This guy. We it's get all serious. like 20-minute full-body home workout, like hit home workout, resistance band work. Yeah, it's it's lame, Cavs. Sorry. That was... Well, I mean, it's it fits your lifestyle and your fits your brand as this young... Athletic, doesn't get, does, it doesn't get paid though, bro. Internet, yeah, <laughs> still doesn't get paid. In search of an agent to get him deals at local fitness centers. I'm serious kind of about that. <laughs> I need help, boys. Embarrassingly, on mine, uh, Seth Meyers, Trump lies about Paul Manafort. Tim Apple, a closer look. Tim Apple. That was so, so great. Just uh, gotta yeah. get to the point real quick. Yes. Uh, speak <laughs> for helping. yourself. Colbert video. Speaker Pelosi puts impeachment on hold. Then I got a Maple Leafs using NHL investigation to adjust larger narrative. I think we know that what that's about. Do these things to survive if you get stranded on an island, the infographic show. And then finally, spit and chicklets. Interviews Keith and Brian Yandel and Teddy Purcell. So that's five. pretty well rounded. It's like late seems night. Like, so you have kids' videos. Yeah. I have late night videos. Gurdip has yeah. health and fitness. I forgot to mention. Yeah, my top one's actually Cabby Presents. I forgot <laughs> to mention that. Sorry. Now that that's I'm the correct answer. answer. You guys the, are already the here. The fact that I'm on the podcast, I might actually listen to it today. It's <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> so first time you're on. First time listening. First time won't be the last time. Dude, it's so funny. I like. I sent a tweet one time. Jalen Jacoby's my favorite podcast. I love that podcast. And uh, you know, I like dabble in other ones. And I have heard your podcast from online, but like um, I, I just sent out a tweet one day and I got people from our work, like James Duffy, because I was like, hey, what are some other good podcasts out there? <laughs> James responded back. Of course. Have you ever heard my podcast? <laughs> and I was like, I responded back and never listened. <laughs> Jane Dan, I used to listen to all the time. I don't listen as much anymore, but I used to listen to them religiously. You're big, um, you're big on your Bobcast as well. Yeah, I've never heard that one. <laughs> We're not throwing shade. Just like he's got, Dude, he's got some bitter. kids' videos. I, I'm still bitter. I pitched yeah. the vodcast. It, it would have been great, but Listen, everyone is podcast. You just have to make more guest appearances on this one, and then you're just going to branch out and just become a bigger. How many? Bigger uh, star. How many years you've been doing this for? This is year seven, so, but it hasn't wow. been. It hasn't been consistent. Okay, that's the problem. No, that's like, cool. So seven years in, I got. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, Cabby cycled through everyone he knew, and he's like, "Oh, Dude, crap. do you understand yeah. how many people said no yeah. before he called us today?" That is a lie. 
Listen, what's not a lie is you guys are very talented dudes and great at what you do. And I appreciate the time that you guys uh, spent here on the Cabbie Presents podcast. And if I'm taking away anything, it's I need some more health and fitness in my life. And I definitely don't need This Is Us in my life. Because you, you guys will watch enough for the, the three of us. When are you getting married? Later. I'll cry all your yeah. tears we'll for you, talk. Yeah, Don't yeah, you worry. We'll, we'll talk yeah. after. <laughs> Nabil Kareem, Gurdip Alawalia. Thank you for being on, fellas. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to Nabil Kareem and Gurdip Alawalia. This was Cabbie Presents, the podcast.